0: Have you ever been so bored out of your mind that you wonder if you're even alive anymore? That's how I feel right now, watching my mother and my Aunt Pearl discuss wedding plans. My wedding plans, to be specific. They have decided pretty much every single aspect of this wedding, except my dress, because... Well, because a girl has to have some standards. Although, I admit, my standards are pretty low. They would have to be, since I'm set to marry a man I don't love, in about six weeks. Actually, forget love, I barely even like Stuart. He's boring as hell, stiff, and there's not an ounce of attraction between us. My father picked him out at birth, because he and Stuart's father are fraternity brothers. More specifically, he was chosen to run the Morgan Group, the family business which is made up of nearly 100 high-end and mid-range restaurants throughout Illinois, Indiana, and Michigan. You see, father prefers that a man heads up his company, and since he was unlucky enough to not produce any male progeny, I need to marry a CEO. In fact, I could run his business. I have an MBA and did an internship at one of the most prestigious consulting firms in the nation. But does any of that matter to him? Of course not. I'm a woman, which means by default I am inferior, and therefore relegated to the background of some man's life. Specifically, Stuart's life. The problem is that I want more from my life than that. I expect more from my life than that. Father only paid for my MBA because he'd hoped I'd meet a husband on my own. Unfortunately for him, that wasn't my focus. I hate this life with a fierceness I can't explain. On days like this, I think of running away. Screw father's threats to cut me off. I'm 27 now, and I've had access to the trust fund set up for me by Grandma Mary. It's only five million, but it's more than enough to start a new life somewhere. Anywhere. The question is, where would I go? Pathetic though my life may be, everyone I know is here. Maybe that's the problem. My snarky inner voice taunts. The truth is, she's right. So I stew and simmer on the inside, while Mother and Aunt Pearl stress about things like cream versus a crew cake frosting and white versus off-white china for the reception. They've made all the decisions because I haven't cared to, but since I'm the sacrificial lamb, I think maybe that should change. Callie, dear, What do you think for your china? Mother, not mom or mama, but mother, looks like your average pampered socialite. Her smooth brown skin makes her look a decade younger than her real age, but her plain gray slacks and pink blouse are so ugly and shapeless, you'd never guess the dynamite body she hides. The sad part is I dress just like her. In this world where everyone has more money than any one person could ever spend— It's fit in or be exiled. I like this one. I point to the teal plates with the silver trim. Mother gives me her disappointed sigh, which under normal circumstances would have me rethinking my choice to something she deemed more appropriate. But as the wedding draws near, I can't seem to be the obedient daughter I've always been. Really, Callie, sometimes I think you say things just to shock me. I sat up and slammed the book on the table. Why did you ask me if you didn't really want to know the answer? But don't you think that will send the wrong message? Aunt Pearl is an expert on society etiquette, at least according to her. If people judge me based on dinner plates, then I can assure you those are people whose thoughts mean less than nothing to me. I leaned back and crossed my arms and legs, sending them both an icy stare. Besides, it doesn't matter if we're happy or entertain the masses, right? All that matters is that father finally gets the son he's always wanted to run the Morgan group. Since I'm the one being sacrificed, I want jewel tones. I slammed the book shut and stare them down. I think you'll regret it later, Mother tried to use her reasonable voice. The problem was, she didn't have a reasonable voice.